0: Oh, I have some music playing. It's Tea ready. It's actually works right I can barely move this far. Oh my god, it's still cracking. Okay. We're live. Oops. Yes, we're live on YouTube, like I said, and I already started going live on Instagram. But join us over here on YouTube because we have some visuals and an interactive chat, which I will do my best to monitor this week. Usually I'm like prepping for my birthday because my inner birthday monster is usually like on a level nine by March 2nd. <laughs> but I haven't even gone to like level two really, so I'm kind of bummed about that. But welcome to the cannabis mom boss podcast. I am your host Jenny Blaze and I am here to help can moms create and grow their passion filled and purpose driven online businesses while generating multiple streams of income to reach at least six figures in your business. I have run and scaled an eight-figure business to a nine-figure business in less than four years at my last role in the corporate world. Now, lucky for you all, I'm showing you all how to be a cannabis mom and a boss while modernizing the perception of today's cannabis consumers and... I just want to preface like I my nerves are shot. I'm not going to lie. I the whole purpose of me having this account and this podcast is to be authentic, transparent and show you guys everything so that um, because that's what that's the goal. Like I have I have nothing to hide and I've been sharing my experiences. From a place where obviously I have to be careful what I share, because clearly some people don't know how to behave, but (laughs) I just want people to know that it's possible to be a cannabis consumer, be a good person, be a successful professional, and thrive. And when you have people out there, Who are trying to bring you down. (laughs) If you're on Instagram, please go to YouTube because my thumbnail for this week is making me laugh so hard. I, it's just my face. I looked over actually because I got a text message while I was taking the picture. And I was like, oh, actually, you know what? That, that uh, stare down over to the side is not bad. (laughs) Especially when you have cyber attacked written on the top of your thumbnail. Um, So, yeah, this past week has been tough for me. And before the cyber attack, um, I wore no sleeves on purpose because my I was bedridden on Monday. I could not move. I had um, and I've been like trying to foam roll. I do yoga. I'm a trained 200 hour hot yoga instructor um i've studied nutrition and wellness at the institute of integrative nutrition um the anatomy human anatomy is like a hobby of mine along with law which we'll get into soon am i having an l woods moment i might be um but anyways yeah monday i was bedridden it was awful i couldn't move it hurt to breathe to be honest and it had it's i think i know why historically i'm i'm gonna be 41 soon okay like i'm not trying to act like i'm some pyt pretty young thing okay like i'm aging okay and like my hip that clicks which i talk about quite frequently i have a bad shoulder And it was from, I remember I was in college, like in a rush to go to one of my three jobs that I had while I was going to school. And um, I slipped on the stairs. I remember falling and like landing on my elbow. And I felt this pain and this feeling that I've never had in my life. And I was like, I don't know. Like I have the kind of parents who be like, I don't know, throw dirt on it. Like you got to go to work. So I just went to work and was like, I can't lift the, I was working at a sushi restaurant and I was the hostess. And one of my responsibilities was to pack the takeout orders and like take care of the miso soup. And sometimes I had to like lift up the big container up. And I remember I was just like, oh my God, I cannot even lift my arm. Like this is so weird. But it wasn't like... Wasn't like if you get hit and you get like a bruise, like you don't see it, right? It's just like, it feels weird or whatever. And I remember for like a whole, almost a whole week, this is happening. Finally, I'm in, this was during the summer. So I was at, um, taking classes during the summer as well. And I, they had these like swivel seats that were attached to the long desks in the lecture hall. And I pulled myself in and right when I did that, I felt this like shift in my socket and I was like oh my god was my arm out of the socket for like this whole week and I never got x-rays or (laughs) anything like that I'm gonna turn off this thing never got x-rays like I don't know I don't know how everyone else was raised but literally like you would have to be almost dying I had pneumonia senior year of high school and really was out and that was like the one time they were like okay I think we need to." to the doctor. (laughs) So I don't know. That's just like what I'm used to, I guess. And instead of like getting it checked out, I just continued with my life. And it wasn't until, um, when I was training in a circus art school in Chicago, um, I remember like, like I tore it doing something. I remember we had to like, I can't even do the movement right now, but I like tore it then i started like getting treatment for it. i was like oh my god this thing has been like an issue and they're like i started to learn yeah if you do that you <laughs> like other things in your body pull and in this scenario and i i think i know it has to do with like my whole setup right here if you've been watching or following along i i'm always like looking to the side because my camera's right here i see you all um or over here on instagram and But my monitor is over here, and so when I'm, like, doing slides and stuff, I have to look over there. Um, I need to switch up my whole setup for ergonomic purposes. But anyways, on Wednesday, I got to go see my masseuse, long-term masseuse. And he's not any masseuse, okay? He does rolfing. And if anyone knows what rolfing is, it is intense. <laughs> it is, like... It's not a massage like where they make you, it's like to make you feel good and like fall asleep. No, this is like, I told people that I swear because I had him come to my house every week for like throughout my entire second pregnancy because I was having lower back pain and I was like just very worried about what was going to happen with my second delivery. And I swear the pain of like him unwinding fascia, And, like, all the techniques that they do, that pain, I think, prepared me to deliver my second child, who I was, like, one centimeter. I went from, like, one centimeter to, like, nine centimeters within an hour, and the pain, like, I – that was – The most crazy experience ever. But anyways, so he did this thing where he does cupping and I was like, please don't do cupping. I might go to Miami this weekend because if you do cupping, it like sucks your, it gives you like purple bruises in the shape of a circle um, because it like sucks your skin out. But the purpose of that is to like pull and tear the myofascial tissue that's in between like your skin, in between your bones and your muscles you have that whole layer of connective tissue throughout your entire body. And sometimes if you're like, maybe your alignment is okay or whatever, and your muscles are, you know, supple or whatever, um, not like wound up or anything like that or with knots, then sometimes it's the myofascial tissue that's causing things to pull in certain areas. And I, I guessed it before I went not even went in, I was like, Drew, I'm pretty sure it's my subscapularis and my terrace major. And I think it's pulling on my lats, which are pulling on my, um, what are these called? Serratus or whatever. <laughs> your muscles in between your ribs. So, um, and turns out, again, I'm sorry. But he like got in there. It was a lot. He took the cup and he was like he would put it on and like have he would pull it on my arm that's why I have these bruises but I feel like it's like kind of like a battle wound kind of like I don't know I'm like kind of proud of it in a weird way (laughs) I'm tough okay um real quick I need to like get rid of whoever this person is who's scamming or not scamming spamming in the comments there we go yeah took care of that okay so, yeah, I've been in pain. I'm still not like 100%, but I can like move. So, that's a good thing, right? Uh, I feel after getting Rolfing done, I swear it's like you have a whole new body. So, if you have somebody near you who can do that, if you're someone who has like chronic pain, just check it out, give it a try. And hopefully, and unfortunately, like you have to have somebody who really knows there's stuff and also like my guy drew he's like in shape he's young like he can get in there and stuff like it's very active so also whoever's doing it on you has to be really good too so but i totally recommend it this is not sponsored (laughs) so okay that was the first part of what i've been dealing with but then let's get to our dun 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 cyber attack (laughs) Um, this picture is making me laugh so hard. I already said that before, but, um, yeah. So I'm going to tell you guys what went down and I plan on telling the story so we can one, address the false accusations that were made against me, um, so that I can clear my name, defend my family's safety because that was compromised this week. Also, to make it very extremely clear on what will and will not be tolerated in this modernized culture, I'm not even going to say cannabis culture, culture, period, mainstream pop culture, what we're going to tolerate going forward and what we won't. So the purpose is to continue with the mission of empowering cannabis consumers to safely, responsibly, and confidently come out of the green closet so they, that they do not feel shame or judgment and this is a like health and wellness situation for you to release information whatever I'm gonna get into it in a minute but I'm supposed to real quick running a podcast is like not that fun just kind of hey, kind of love it um I need to just... Remind you all to subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss our live sessions where we have visuals and an interactive chat. If you're watching on Instagram, make sure you join us over on YouTube or Facebook. We are here live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern. As always, if you miss a live stream, don't worry. You can watch the replay on YouTube or Facebook, or you can listen to the audio podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Also, if you are a Bravo TV lover, you may be familiar with my OG podcast show, Bravo and Blaze, which is live on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern on the same YouTube channel, but also on Facebook and Twitter. The audio podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. The handle is Bravo and Blaze. I'm currently on the Bravo and Blaze account on IG Live right now. Instead of instead of the Cannabis Mom boss account because of what... The content is today and how it all took place on Bravo and please, Because y'all need to know. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am most active on Twitter and Instagram if you ever want to reach out to me, which a lot of you do, and I really love that. I hope you all know. And if you're someone who's listening and who hasn't reached out yet, feel free to say hi. Like, I love it. I love talking to you all. Um... Oh, wait, I do have another slide. This was um, my mom news slide. So, um, what? I have another spammer. God, what is wrong with people? Okay, mom news. I hate to tell you all, but you've lost this privilege this week. I'm trying to be like funny but literally my uh, my nerves have been so shot since all this went down like my hands have been sh- been shaking like I don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable. And um so I'm reconsidering even speaking about my children. Because that privilege has been attacked. This week so no new mom news for you all today sorry one bad apple can spoil the entire batch and sometimes it just needs to be done for the greater good but making up lies about anyone's children online is absolutely 100% unacceptable and I if you don't agree with me, please unfollow and please block me now because I will not tolerate that type of behavior. It's inappropriate, unacceptable. Whew, I just have to, like, play this song for a second to hype me up a little bit. All right, I think that's all I'm, like, legally allowed to play because <laughs> I don't own that music, but that was... Commodore, how dare you? All right, so I'm going to have to look on my phone a lot because I'm not going to put the screenshots up of what happened, but I'll give you the quick rundown. So if you remember or have been following along, I had Margaret Josephs on my podcast, Bravo and Blaze, a few weeks ago. And what happened was we we've been watching Real Housewives of New Jersey on Bravo and Blaze, and we've seen, you know, Jennifer Aiden and Margaret Josephs have been going at it with each other, you know, since last season or even before then. And this season in particular, Margaret says to Jennifer during an argument, you have marijuana paranoia. And that set off, that prompted me having this Bravo and Blaze platform and what my mission is, I felt a sense of obligation to speak on it on my my platform. So I wrote, I mean, I post on Instagram, I post, I tweet on Twitter and I took it a step further and I wrote a blog post um, after that episode because I was not happy being, okay, and remember that I don't think Jennifer Aiden has talked about her cannabis consumption on camera. And part of like coming out of the green closet, my values and my mission is I don't think it's appropriate for people to out someone else's medical condition or that they are a cannabis consumer. I feel like because we're in a state of legislation reform in our country, it is not anyone's place to out someone else, especially knowing the history of prohibition and the war on drugs and how it only exists to use against certain demographics of people groups of people and most particularly people of color. And this is unacceptable to me. That's why I started Bravo and Blaze. And so hearing Margaret say to Jennifer, you have marijuana paranoia with no basis, like it wasn't even a topic in the com like it had no relevance in the conversation. And so I wrote a blog post about it and I said, you know, Margaret's comments are are hurtful towards the cannabis community. And I tagged her, I sent her a message, I sent her my story, you know, letting her know that you know, I'm a cannabis mom, just so you know like people are still getting their children taken away for this in states today. In 2023, people are still being persecuted over cannabis. Okay? That is ridiculous. It is known to have medicinal benefits. And anyone who does not agree with that medical scientific fact, please block me. Please unfollow me because I don't want to be associated with people who are at a level of ignorance that can't hold a conversation and use common sense or critical thinking skills. Okay? Period. So, um, so i i'm a professional okay (laughs) i have i mean i don't want to run through my resume right now but i have 20 years experience as a professional and i was my whole career and everything that i for in my education everything that i've done with my continued learning and education has all led me to a point where okay i now have this platform where i am advocating for cannabis. Here's a situation I've been trying to bridge a gap between mainstream pop culture media and the true cannabis industry as an extension of health and wellness versus in recreational use, like no judgment on recreational use, but that's not what we're talking about here. I am talking about medicinal use. And if you use it recreationally fine, like I don't even care, but people who are using it, should not be persecuted, should not be judged or shamed. And they shouldn't, they absolutely should not have their children put in danger over this. It's absurd. So I have Margaret come on and I had to be very, very careful with this. For one, obviously Real Housewives of New Jersey stands are batshit crazy. I said it. I don't give a fuck. At this point, y'all need therapy. If you are getting to this level where you feel the need to attack strangers, you need to seek help and you need to go off of social media because your behavior is unacceptable. This is a television show. And if you don't understand that, yes, these are real people, but this is a show that we're watching. Do you understand what goes into a production? Like the level of ignorance is baffling like i'm shocked that people are not embarrassed by their behavior it's insane to me and it makes me question what are their parents teaching them i'm a parent i have a two-year-old four-year-old 13 year old and a stepdaughter who's 18 now they all four of them have different experiences with not only the capabilities of technology the access to technology but also cannabis legislation when our 18 year old was young like there's no way no way i would even consider using medicinal marijuana Uh, and by the way i don't like saying that word but that's how they use it in the medical field which i don't agree with but i wouldn't have even considered that until You know, it wasn't until six or seven years ago. And same with my my oldest, my 13-year-old. There's no way I would even consider that because of the lack of knowledge that I had at that time. I had no idea about the actual science behind cannabis, the actual plant, what happens in your body and how it's different for everyone, all of that. I, I was ignorant to that. I had to go and learn on my own. But not only that, the whole history of prohibition and how, like I said, it stems from racism. <clears throat> not okay with that. Let me get back on track. Okay, we have Margaret Josephs on, and I felt that I needed to be professional. Also, Bravo is airing her show, Currently, and to even have a housewife on a podcast when their show is airing is not only um, an honor, but also it's kind of scary (laughs) in a sense that one, literally, I am not trying to make Bravo and Blaze ever be part of the storyline. In fact, I prefer it not to be. And I know some people are like, oh my God, but yeah, you want that to be featured on. The-. Like, I get it. Yeah, it's good for numbers, but like that is not my purpose here. My purpose here is for bigger things, okay? And if you are a podcaster and you are have a housewife on who is filming a show, there are certain limitations. Like just out of professional courtesy, I'm not going to... Seek out to disrupt someone else's multi million dollar production or whatever, however much it costs. So I have constraints with that. But then also, you know, as much as I don't love how Margaret behaves on the show, I have enough wherewithal to understand that at the end of the day, I don't know this woman. I see things happening. But I was not there. I didn't see it with my own eyes. And it's highly edited. You need to understand that, like, any good editor can make anyone. Like, there's deep fakes of Robert Pattinson. I'm not saying that Bravo's doing deep fakes of the Housewives, which actually would be kind of funny if they did. Um, But at the end of the day, I don't know her. And I'm never going to just go up to somebody I don't know and be rude. Cause I'm a decent human being. Okay. And you know, she is on a reality show, so she's aware that people are watching this and she, so there is like a weird dynamic where it's like, well, you're watching the show. Well, like I don't know you, but whatever. So I can only imagine from her standpoint she must already be on guard. Like, I wrote an, a blog article that said Margaret Josephs declares war on cannabis community and canna moms. <laughs> like, that even was bold of me. Like, I actually kind of feel bad about that. Although, like, I felt it in the moment when I wrote it, but, like, to have that out there is like, it's not, like, a fact. So, it's not like I'm defaming her, but it's like, I'm being cheeky, I guess. And I think anyone with enough critical thinking skills can see that. So, um and I want to be respectful. Like I'm like I said, I'm not trying to get into her drama with Jennifer. Like I'm not taking sides and I'm not the judge or jury on who is right or wrong in this situation. That's not what I was doing the interview for. What I my purpose behind doing this interview was to educate. If I could educate people on how the word marijuana is a stems from a derogatory term used towards Mexican immigrants in the early 1900s. That to me is a win. Like, I don't think people understand that what I was able to achieve with this interview with Margaret, I already won. Like, I don't care about (laughs) her and Jennifer's situation. Like that also, that was, Months ago when that happened and I don't even know what's happened since then. I don't care really, to be honest. Like I wish them both all the best. I'm not here to mess up any of their lives or even get into their lives. I just want to educate. And I not only was able to educate Margaret on, you know, where the term marijuana stems from, but also how, you know, it's not common knowledge that cannabis was used as medicine for centuries thousands of years before prohibition you can go look it up in old medical journals they would write cannabis sativa with whatever and it was only removed due to prohibition because white politicians were on record saying black men were luring white women into jazz clubs with marijuana if that is not the biggest glass of haterade I mean, this is so obvious people (sighs) anyways. Okay. So I interviewed Margaret and I knew, I knew that people that Jersey stands were toxic. (laughs) I said it, um, I knew that going into it. And that's why I was trying to do my best to be extremely careful on how I approach all of this. Um, And not for one second did it occur to me that someone would see someone they don't like being interviewed on my podcast and automatically dislike me and assume that because I had them on my podcast that I agree with or support this person and all they do. That's not how things work in this world, okay? Um. So anyways, I, on Tuesday night, you know, Jersey's about to start, and I wanted to kick off the live tweeting with, hey, here's promotion on an episode that I did with Margaret. And um, I even said, all right, now it's time for me to get the receipts out. Okay, I said, I'm scared to promote my episode with Margaret because... Um, Real Housewives of New Jersey stand scared me. And I did like a uh face. I should have probably maybe did, did like a more lighthearted face because I was like, I was kind of joking, but like serious too, right? So anyways, I do that. And then, um, oh shoot, this isn't the one. Let me see. Then I get, sorry, here we go. I'm not going to release this person's handle. Um, I just for the record, this person and I. um, He tweeted an apology and deleted some of the defamatory tweets, but not all. And to me, it doesn't really matter if you delete them because it's already out there and even if I didn't screenshot it myself, which I did, um, other people have, and it's out there. And this is a lesson that I think probably younger generations need to learn because I I know this. (laughs) I know that once you put things out on the internet, it's there forever, essentially, even if you delete it. And this needs to be more well-known. And I don't know, maybe because like, my education and profession was in information technology and that's just second nature to me but for those of you who don't know now you know okay so after my tweet the response i get is by the way um so yeah they apologize whatever like um, he even asked me to delete one of mine because people were attacking him. And I was like, sure, I'll take it down. Um, cause that's not my intention. I'm not trying to get like another thing that people don't know about is mob mentality. Write that down. Mob mentality. What that is, is when there is, say you're in an com- online community and the first person who has a polarizing view, whether it's good, really good, or really bad, they essentially set the tone for the next set of people to reply and and give submit their feedback or whatever they want to say. And so a lot of times, what some people, they may not even know they're doing this intentionally, but if they comment on something, and they're one of the first ones, and they kick off with, how dare you or whatever that is essentially not giving permission but like psychologically it almost does give people permission to pile on and that's what mob mentality is is when you get a group of people to attack one person because you don't like something they said without even dealing it dealing with that person directly so That's my mentality for you. (laughs) So this person writes, you should be meaning like you should be scared because I watch all your videos, but won't watch this one. Margaret Josephs is a fake manipulative woman. The only reason she even did your show was for damage control. Otherwise, why would she go on a no name podcast? Okay. Um, one, I'm not disagreeing that Margaret can be fake or manipulative, but that is like irrelevant to me in this scenario of having her be a guest on my podcast. Okay. Um, and this is incorrect. The only reason she even did your show was for damage control. I would disagree. I think, well, maybe, but I think it's because I wrote my blog post about her where I called her out. And I even asked him in DMS, did you see my blog posts? And he said, no. Okay. So I respond with, I'm like shocked, I'm caught off guard. Like, uh, you just, um, like we've had a relationship in DMS for like two years now where we were cool. And if you were this up, like, I almost thought this was a joke. Because if you are someone who has this much of a problem with something and somebody, wouldn't you just go to that person one-on-one and be like, dude, what, what the fuck? Um, to attack so publicly seemed, it, it was, I was so shocked because I was like, is this happening? Like it was almost unbelievable. So my response is like, um. Stassi <laughs> to Shayna saying, um, "You know, I'm not sure what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio, even though I don't drink." By the way, um, thinking that would like settle things down because, like, he didn't really say anything that Like, it could have it could have ended there. I was just like, this is like totally inappropriate, but whatever. Um, and I thought with my gif of Stasi, I thought that would be, like be funny and, you know, de-escalate things. Instead, I didn't even get time. Like literally, I've never tweeted with anyone who is faster than me. <laughs> Ever, I don't think. Um, so that was interesting. And the next comment is, you talk shit about Margaret calling out weed smokers as drug addicts. She still calls a drug, a drug addict for weed. Aren't you a weed activist? Why would you have someone on that show who regularly calls weed smokers, drug addicts? Again, this right here, this right here demonstrates a lot for me. Okay. One. Yes. I, I did call out Margaret. (laughs) I did. What does that have to do with her being on my podcast? Still, I'm still confused. And that's why at this point, I'm just like, where is the point? What is, what is your big move? Like, what? I don't understand the point you're trying to make here. And so I just said, this is unhinged behavior. And I did the Meredith Marks. I'm disengaging. I might get upset, by the way, because I haven't gone through all of this in a row since it happened. And let me just remind you that it started at around 8 p.m. Tuesday evening. And this went into, um, I think, the next day at, like, noon. um, With, like, a five-hour break in between. To sleep, obviously. So then, after the I'm disengaging thing, um, the next receipt is, this is hypocrisy from an account called Bravo and Bleas from someone who calls weed smokers drug addicts. I won't watch and I subs- unsubscribed. Okay. <laughs> it's not hypocrisy, actually. How is this hypocrisy? To I'm calling someone out You don't just call someone out, yell at them, and then refuse to engage with them. Like, you actually are, it's an emotional call when you call someone out to be like, you need to explain yourself. And so this was her opportunity to come and explain herself. I still am not seeing what the issue is with having Margaret Josephs on my podcast. Please, somebody like... I am open to rationalization of this behavior, but I I haven't seen it yet. And I'll, there's there's more. We'll get to it. <laughs> so then my response is, you just put in an extremely large amount of toxic energy, bashing me instead of even trying to understand a view other than your own. Just because I had Margaret on my show doesn't mean I am not a cannabis advocate. Use your critical thinking skills. Obviously, I'm starting to get perturbed at this point. Um, The next, the response after is, what's the view I'm trying to understand? You sent in questions last reunion asking why she calls Jen a drug addict. Why now all of a sudden is she on your podcast? I don't like anyone who calls someone a drug addict who smokes pot okay still not I'm still not comprehending (laughs) I'm still not comprehending right um I'm like what is your point still I don't get it and then I say because She was responding to my question. Do you just yell things at people and not let them respond? This is concerning behavior. I actually legitimately was starting to get concerned because of the rant. And this is where I think... Like, I normally don't even get into Jersey this way on Twitter. I might do a lighthearted tweet here and there, but it is such a toxic community that I don't want to engage. And in fact, when all this cannabis situation, all this stuff kept coming up with Jersey, I kept thinking to myself, fuck, I do not want to even go there. I don't want to be involved with Jersey. I don't want to be involved with Beverly Hills. I don't want to be involved with Jersey. Those are the two most toxic franchises on all of Bravo. And I have no interest in being a part of that community that's so toxic. I will not engage in hating on someone who I don't know. And I also will not die on a cross for someone I don't know. Like, get a grip, people. This is very concerning behavior. So then the next one. The, the response to me is I'm clearly letting them respond Jenny your podcast is not that well known I guarantee Margaret will call Jen a drug addict yet again for smoking weed next season dude still not seeing the issue or problem that he has and he did a gif of Caroline Manzo you heard it here first I already know this, okay? This is part of the show that we are not supposed to know, and you're spoiling it for other people. We know this is going to happen. Be cool. Don't be all, like, uncool. Obviously, I'm starting to get pissed off now. And um, and the, like, unnecessary, like, no one knows your podcast or your podcast is not that well-known. like. Clearly, you know my podcast, and that was my <laughs> response. You know my show, and I did a Ramona shrug. Still thinking, like, this will, like, get him to de-escalate and chill the fuck out. Like, I don't... But also, I'd seemed... I'm not going to... Maybe I could have disengaged at that point, but I felt that the attack... Because I already knew him one-on-one and I've been talking to him in DMs for two years, I was shocked by this behavior because had he had such strong feelings about this, I would expect that he could just come to me directly in DMs because that's where we talk about everything. Like when he needs inspiration or we talk about weight loss or pumping each other up. Like I don't understand where this is coming from. This is very concerning behavior. So I just said, "You know my show." Um, <laughs> these make me laugh. Like I literally, when as this was going on, I was like laughing. But then he says, "Yeah, considering you post about it on your timeline every day, um, this is where I fact checked. That is false." However. I do post on my timeline about other things every day. That's what you do when you have a social media account that you use for business. These are best practices, okay? Um, so I don't know what the... I posted about Margaret probably like three times. How could I even post that much? It's only been like less than two weeks since I've had her on. So then... um, Okay, if you want... Oh, okay. Yeah, considering you post about it on your timeline every day, you having Margaret Josephs on your show told me everything I need to know. And if you keep wanting to go back and forth, I'll go below the belt. You've been warned. Okay. That is a threat right there. And I probably should have ended it right there. But, the again, the purpose of my platform is to empower others to not feel afraid to discuss these types of topics that may be sensitive and this person is clearly triggered and this is the type of like the this is the part where I feel like mental illness is are number one internal terrorists in this country, honestly. Like, this trigger warning, I'm not saying what's right either way for um, gun laws. I'm just saying that if you really, really look at the root of the issue, it's the people and they're mentally ill bodies that are causing them to do these things, they just happen to be choosing guns as their method of releasing this mental illness. And mental illness is really the epidemic that we have going on in this country. And that's why I don't feel that this behavior is acceptable. And it was so concerning to me that I was not going to just let it go because it, it was very alarming behavior from someone who claims they support me. Okay. Um, and then I said, you've already gone below the belt for no reason other than having an interview with someone you don't like. And his response is, she calls Jennifer a drug addict for smoking weed. You think your little podcast changed her mind? Again, I'd be very careful if you want to keep going. Another threat. um, Who said having Margaret Josephs on my podcast means she's going to change her mind about anything? That just tells me that you have a preconceived notion in your mind that you think that because someone has someone on their podcast that you're trying to change their mind, this is the level of immaturity is very alarming from someone at this age. So then I respond because they said, I'd be very careful if you want to keep going. That's a the second threat. So I respond, careful of what? I have literally done nothing to you and have only defended myself against the toxic and egregious attacks you have made towards me. Please, whoever's in the chat, let me know at any point, did I say anything inappropriate, rude, or attacking to this person? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller. Um, So then their response... And I'm not going to repeat this one because this one is the one that is defamatory towards me and um, puts my children's safety at risk. And for that reason, I'm not going to repeat it. But a third party is watching this and responds, whoa, WTF. Why would you type that out and not realize how fucked up that is? And I, in my mind, I'm like, thank you. Because I know how messed up it is. But at the same time, like, I, this is where I'm personally offended at the lack of intelligence that this person thinks I have. You don't think that when I started Bravo and Blaze, that I didn't consider idiots like this to attack me and my livelihood or make up shit about me. You better believe that if you're coming out as a content creator, that that is something you need to expect that crazy people will do. And I knew that coming into this. And because I knew that I already have safety measures in place to ensure that I am not putting my family in harm's way at all because I know that I'm not doing anything wrong and I most certainly have no, there's no traces of me doing anything illegal online. So it's absurd to even insinuate anything of that level. So I respond to that person, you know, thank you. This is clearly unhinged behavior and is directly damaging the overall cause of plant medicine as it pertains to health and wellness. Um, I'm skipping through some stuff. Let's see. Then. Hold on. I'm sorry for the dead ear. Let me see. I'm looking through, trying to find the next set of tweets. <laughs> oh my God, I'm laughing. Because um, some of this is just crazy behavior. okay let me see here where it went too far okay so then I tweeted after all this because what happened was I think at this point we wound up going um, in DMs and for literally like two hours I was talking to a person who um, almost was like <clears throat> not there and that that's, like, the scary part for me is, like, this show can make someone turn into that. That's scary. That is unhealthy. That is so, it's so obvious how unhealthy it is and how much mental health treatment you need to seek that it, that's the alarming part to me is that you don't even see how crazy this is. And so I wrote, like, really disappointed right now, someone calling themselves a cannabis advocate and then calling me a drug abuser when not even knowing my consumption is absurd. Hold on, I need the proper, the full tweet. Okay, here it is. Also making false statements publicly insinuating I put my children in danger is about as disgusting as a hate crime. I stand by all of this, by the way. A 26-year-old man feels entitled to mom shame me and to tell me what my medical diagnoses are based on a few DMs is ludicrous and embarrassingly ignorant. I please urge any of you who feel this behavior to be acceptable to unfollow slash block me and seek therapy. I stand by all of that. I didn't even tag this mofo, Okay. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say mofo. I'm I'm angry right now. Jenny, go to bed. You have kids. You smoke weed every day and have made multiple appearances at the hospital because of CHS, which by the way is cannabis hypermesis syndrome for anyone who doesn't know. Yet you're in denial and don't listen to doctors because you're addicted and think you know better. You post pics about weed every day. You post videos. Continued because he had more to say in your YouTube page, smoking on camera. You make these posts daily. Your daughter isn't going to see her mom smoking weed on camera. You said in the vid, you hoped it wasn't your stash. If not, every morning you tweet a picture of weed and say, wake and bake now, norm. I don't even know what that means. That's fine. However, even with doctors telling you at CHS, you're in denial. And I believe they had to even call security on you. What? Could be wrong in parentheses, but pretty sure you told me this. CHS only happens to daily users. It makes you severely sick for days at a time. I experienced it and changed my routine. You smoke every single day, which is fine, but if you have a condition towards weed you're in denial about because you're an advocate for weed, that's on you. If you have a disease where you're turning down professional advice and the security needing to be called then yes you are a drug addict you don't learn it keeps happening to you if you do anything every single day that means you're addicted you're in denial because we does have so many benefits the issue is you smoke all day every day check your twitter post okay hold on I gotta get hold on I'm so pissed off right now um This is not a good look for this person in many, many ways. And I said this before. I came here to address the false accusations, which I just read. Um, And I'm here to defend my name and defend my family's safety. And to make it clear what will and will not be tolerated. Okay. Um, So Jenny, go to bed. You have kids. Yeah. You smoke weed every day. Actually, that isn't even true. And there is no way to prove that because I do not smoke weed on camera every single day. In fact, I rarely smoke weed on camera. I challenge anyone to go and and look at all of my content and show me where this is true because it's not, it's false. And this is where I'm clearing my name. I do not smoke weed on camera every single day. However, if I did, that should not be an issue. As long as I'm not smoking it in my children's face and I am being safe and responsible, it's none of your damn fucking business. Okay. And for you to even act like you know, How I consume is absurd. Okay. So then he goes into my medical history that I have not talked about publicly, but actually, no, I have talked about it publicly very lightly because there's so much content around it. And it's my story that I haven't felt that it's been the appropriate time to do so yet. But now... I have to release this information because somebody tried to tell my story of my medical history who I'm pissed off. (laughs) Okay. So CHS cannabis hypermesis syndrome. He's he made a lot of false statements and that's where I'm like really heated like and for anyone who's listening like this has gone beyond me him, this is at a different level where this is bigger than either of us. Hold up, <laughs> shoot, I might cry. Yeah, I am gonna cry, and I don't care. Like this is another thing about trolls is they think that when they hurt someone, that like that makes them feel good, or like the person who's hurt is embarrassed that they're hurt guess what i'm not fucking embarrassed that i'm hurt that was the lies and the defamation are incredibly inappropriate uncalled for and wrong and i'm i'm not going to sit back like i built this platform for this and you can hurt me all you want but this is bigger And I'm going to stand up for every single woman, every single mother, and every single cannabis consumer. And not only that, I'm going to stand up for content creators as well, because nobody deserves this type of treatment. This is um, the worst cyber attack I've ever had, and I have had some before. But This is the worst one. Oh, my God. Is that my eyelash stuck together? (sighs) Hold on. I need to turn on the fan because I'm so hot. I'm literally sweating. Okay. It's okay. I kind of knew I was going to cry today. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I didn't know. I wasn't, like, trying to cry. Okay. Let me get it together. Whew. I'm sweating. My hair is going to be straight soon. (laughs) Okay, so I did, so this is why I haven't talked about my CHS situation. And I'm not, and this is another thing where I feel underestimated by typically a man, right? Don't you think that having this platform, I already know that talking in private DMs doesn't mean that that shit won't get out. If you believe that your private DMs aren't going to get leaked somehow, then you're in denial. Like, that's something you should just expect when you are online, is that at any point, no matter matter who the person is, how much you trust them, at any point, anything you say in a private DM could be screenshot and and used against you or whatever. (sighs) Hold on to. So this person, this is where I'm insulted, this person thought that the information that I talked to him about privately one-on-one, that it was something that I don't want to share with the world. Like, I am not going to tell anyone anything that I wouldn't say myself. I'm just not ready to yet because it starts with a stillbirth, the death of my child, And he knows that too. And that's the really hurtful part, is that he knows that this all stemmed from when I had my stillbirth, and I told him something in my body changed. I don't know if I do think it was the hormones. And I joke, I say, you know, after my stillbirth, I I grew a mustache. I did not grow a mustache. I had melasma. It looks like dirt on your face, honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. I wasn't, like, planning to be crying this much. Oh. So, yes, I did go to the hospital for cannabis hypermesis syndrome. And it was um, the way... <clears throat> Oh my God, I got to get it together. (laughs) How long have we been going? Oh my God, it's been an hour. Shit. Okay. So cannabis hypermesis syndrome is, honestly, um, it's a very controversial diagnosis in the cannabis industry. Um, Some people just, there isn't enough data or studies done to properly give this diagnosis. They don't even have ICD-10 codes for it. And anyone who's in the medical industry knows that ICD-10 codes are the way that you categorize um, somebody's medical diagnosis for reporting reasons, for statistics, for research studies, all that stuff. And although doctors are beginning to diagnose people with cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome, Um, there still is no ICD 10 code that matches this diagnosis and they put on your medical records that you're a cannabis abuser. And let me just tell you something. I am not afraid to talk about any of these things. That is why I'm, I am here. I have no issue with it. And a lot of people would are like, oh my gosh, I could never, but like, I literally have nothing to hide because I know I've done nothing wrong. And um, the reason why this is so controversial is because I honestly, I I believed in it. I was like, oh my God, they told me I have cannabis hypermesis syndrome. However, I don't know if that's really the case because every time I went to the hospital, I was drinking heavily. And as soon as I stopped drinking, because If you've been following along, you know I'm California sober. I'm almost like 300 days. I don't know exactly how many days, but I haven't had alcohol in almost a year, and I haven't had any any visits to the emergency room. So that's why I don't feel like I can say for sure that I have cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome. That's how I feel. And I actually have a guest, the CEO of Endocanna Health, who's going to be coming on my show to go through my genetic data to see. I think there is like one gene that says you may be more prone to CHS, but I've been di- doing my research and doing my due diligence on my own health. I don't need... Just because I shared that information with you privately one-on-one does not mean that you can use that against me in any in a negative way. These accusations of, oh, you don't listen, you don't listen. Actually, I am listening. And actually, I mean, bottom line, it's none of your fucking business, but I actually am doing my due diligence to figure out what is what happened. And it's all being documented. So eat that like literally this is why I'm doing it so that nobody can say a goddamn word to me and to twist things that twist certain pieces of information from my life to create a narrative that is calling me a drug abuser and an addict. That is insane. And it actually it scares me for future generations that a 26-year-old adult doesn't know basic, appropriate online behavior. You cannot say false things about people and just let it out there. And it doesn't matter if you delete it because there are consequences to your actions. Let me go through the rest of this so I can clear the rest of my... The rest of these accusations towards me. So he talks about my CHS. Yes, I did go to the hospital three times. Like I said, since I quit drinking, I have not gone to the hospital at all. Do I smoke every day? No. If I did, who cares? Do I smoke in front of my kids? Not usually. Have they seen me smoke? Yes. What is wrong with that? I educate my children. My 13-year-old probably knows more about cannabis than this 26-year-old. So I don't understand how they're going to like say they're a cannabis advocate and then make these types of statements. This is setting back the rest of the cannabis community. This is bigger than us now. And because of your reckless behavior, this has to be escalated. And it, this will not just go away because of an apology. I'm sorry. Like, this, you're a grown adult. This behavior is absolutely unacceptable over a reality television show because you don't like somebody. That is insane. Okay. Oh, then he brings up my daughter. Brings up my daughter. Yes. Please go look at the episode. My kid took an edible at school. Thank you for the promotion. My kid did take an edible at school. And I talked about the whole thing. And one of my fears was, oh my God, I hope she didn't get it from me. Number one, I don't even do edibles, So like, she couldn't have gotten it from me. Number two, there is an issue in our school district. The the drug dealer got caught selling edibles in school, like while my kid was suspended. So yeah, my kid made a stupid decision and made a huge mistake. But we've done the work to reform that. We've done, she has therapists. I got the principal on my phone texting me regularly. Okay. And I even in that, I sat in that principal office. They know who I am, by the way. All of my kids' teachers, principals, counselors, therapists, my lawyers, multiple lawyers, Lisa Barlow status lawyers, all know who I am and what I do and what my mission is. And I asked them, like this, because in the moment I'm like, wow, my kid really like is hating on me. Like, why would you do this when you know this is like my mission? and i asked them and the principal actually was like no this i don't i don't think it has to do with you i'm like you sure i'm i know i'm narcissistic but like this seems like a direct dig towards me whatever but anyways um so i asked them all teachers principals counselors therapists all of them and i said do i talk about this on my podcast and all of them not only supported it they encouraged it they wanted me to so thank you for i guess forcing me to have to talk about all of this because of your actions and your poor decisions now this is how this information is coming out um let's see what else oh yeah so oh so he kept saying multiple times that my kid smokes weed i've never seen my kid smoke weed uh my kid May have smoked weed when I wasn't around, but do, is she supposed to? No, does she know she's not supposed to? Yes, do all of her parents all of her principals, teachers, counselors, therapists, our lawyers know this? Yes, everyone knows. But guess what you can't control your <laughs> what your children do. and I do I take every safety measure. this entire room is locked up, okay? I I'm incredibly responsible with how I consume. I don't even smoke recreationally. And in fact, I don't even like to smoke. I take a couple puffs and continue with my day because it is my medicine. It helps me to function. And at one time, I was on multiple prescription medications and was able to wean off of all of them by microdosing with cannabis. So don't come at me because you're going to get it double, triple, maybe quadruple. Okay, don't you... So he's judging me. He's judging me by saying, don't you think your, your daughter's going to see her mom smoking? And? Point. Again, idiot, ignorant. Um, if not every morning I tweet a picture to... First of all, you're showing your cards. You're an obsessed fan if you are looking at my Twitter every single morning. And no, I don't post. Even if I do, yeah, I do actually post like pictures of my weed or like a pre-roll or whatever, like who cares? And even if I post a picture, sorry, this video is like, (laughs) even if I post a picture, that does not mean that I just... Smoked it all because I, if I take a picture of this jar, doesn't mean I just smoked all of that? Get a fucking grip, dude. This is unbelievable. I never in a million years thought that I would have to like even deal with this kind of stuff. This is like beyond like tawdry, childish, just absurd. Oh, so twice he made, he said that I got security called on me. What the fuck are you even talking about? That is absurd. I've never had security called on me for any, anything ever in my life. And for what? Why would security be called when I'm in the hospital? (laughs) That makes no sense. In the hospital, I'm like on the bed and hooked up to all this. Like, what are they going to do? What am I going to do that requires security to come? Makes no fucking sense. Okay, and then, yes, you are a drug addict, he says. Okay, sorry. (gasps) Rewind, everyone rewind. Did I not just read some of the earlier messages where they said, hold up. Why would you have someone on that show who regularly calls weed smokers drug addicts? Isn't that what he just called me? Um, sorry, I'm I'm trying to find the right ones. Hold on. I don't let the these are his words. I don't like anyone who calls someone a drug drug addict who smokes pot. You literally just did that. How is this? Behavior any different from Margaret Joseph's and what she did to Jennifer Aiden. It's absurd. I don't like anyone who calls someone a drug addict who smokes pot. You just did, sir. What else, what else? Um, hmm. So you have all seen threats already, false accusations, um, judgment, and hypocrisy from this person. And I haven't even read everything yet. Um, Let's see what else. I have a whole haters folder now for all of my screenshots, my receipts, Okay. Okay, so he kept kept saying cuz he had he, he has a gastro. He already said this publicly, so I don't really care. He um I can say it cuz he said it himself. He was diagnosed with CHS as well, and this is how he knows my CHS information because he reached out to me for support when he was going through it. And one of the one of the things I said was you know, just make sure like they don't mistreat you because they treated me like I was a drug addict and it was absurd. And he took that and twisted it. I guess that's maybe that's what he's saying is they called secured out secured on me because I felt like they were treating me like a drug addict. <laughs> that does not equate, but uh, nice, nice reach there. Um, and I'm turning down professional advice. I actually, oh, I wanted to share this information. Okay. So after the last time I went to the hospital, um, I posted about my experience and I said, you know, I said the whole thing, what happened. And I said, while I do believe that cannabis hypermesis syndrome is, is real, I just don't know if that is exactly what is happening with me because it only happens when I'm drinking. And um, after I posted that, I got more than a handful, more than a handful with my little tiny no-name podcast and platform. Just with one tiny, tiny post, I got more than five people message me in DMs telling me, Same thing happened to me. They sent me home and then I had to go back to the hospital and turns out I had to get emergency gallbladder surgery. They had a ruptured gallbladder. Another person had a herniated umbilical cord. I don't even know what that is. And other people, a handful of people had other situations that were all unique to them. And to me, in the medical industry, this is concerning Because if you are giving blanket diagnoses to multiple people saying, oh, because you smoke cannabis and you're a daily user, you have cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome, that is medical malpractice. And I've spoken to many lawyers about this, and they absolutely agree with me. So your little gastroenterologist, whatever, yes. Give me their number. I'd love to talk to him because I'm sure he will agree with me that there are certain certain situations where this may be a misdiagnosis. So please stop this. Stop talking and saying ignorant shit when you are uneducated. It is doing damage to not only me, it's doing damage to your own professional Uh life i mean any employer who goes on this account and sees what they are writing would absolutely fire this person and me being a professional and seeing this you're i know this for a fact because i used to hire people and i would absolutely not hire this person so this is concerning on so many levels so many levels Hold on. What else? I kept saying like we agreed to stop. I was like, I didn't agree to anything. You owe me a fucking apology. You just defamed me. Um, which brings me, I'm, I'm not even going to read any more of their messages, but I am going to read uh, what defamation means. Um, and what a defamation lawsuit is. Um, defamation lawsuits are filed against individuals or groups for making false statements that harm another party personally or professionally. Hmm. Okay, another word I'd like to read the definition of libel. A published false statement that is damaging to a person's reputation, a written defamation. How is um, libel defamation? Libel is a method of defamation expressed by print, writings, pictures, signs, effigies, or any communication embodied. So I would say tweets are under that category. Um... And, okay, so after this all happened, obviously, like, I got upset. I am upset still. Um, I, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? This is fucked up. This is so, so, so fucked up. But, like, I can handle these kind of attacks on me directly. What I can't handle is... um People attacking my children. Um, That's an issue for me. But also, what you need to understand when you're online and you're commenting things and you're making statements like this, other people can see this. And some of these other people may not agree with you. They may be lawyers, they may be judges. They may be court clerks. They also were so hurt and traumatized just as a witness that they felt the need to reach out to me and express concern. And while, like I said, I can handle this kind of attack, like, I mean, not really, obviously, I just broke down and cried, um, But I'm alive. I know how to move forward and I know how to um, correct this situation. But seeing the trauma amongst people who are also mothers, women, cannabis consumers, chronically ill people, are cannabis consumers getting upset over the things that this person was saying to me even though it was directed at me you need to understand when you do stuff like that that other people are watching and that affects them too and so because of that and having to go through and relive all of these messages um, I feel that it having this platform having being who i am the resources i have i feel a sense of duty to stand up for my mission my values and my community for mothers for women for cannabis consumers and content creators who get attacked like this any person essentially um so I'm reviewing the evidence, reviewing the receipts, sorting through, um, organizing. I started talking to um, a few lawyers and I think the, what I need to do, not for me, but, and not to punish one individual it's more like this is a bigger issue there are so many layers to this one incident that i just feel a responsibility a sense of duty to pursue next steps to hold people accountable because this is unacceptable behavior this is inappropriate this not only is like I said you are you're defaming yourself bro like you are ruining your own name by doing these things and just as like a friend because I have compassion still surprise like that's a toxic character trait of mine I have too much compassion for people because I actually feel bad for people who are that hurt that they feel the need to hurt others makes me sad for them and so from the individual standpoint this person needs to be their behavior needs to change not only for them but they i believe that there needs to be a a shift in the behavior in this community specifically real housewives of new jersey and specifically real housewives of beverly hills because I know that I'm not the only one who has experienced something like this as a content creator or even just somebody who has a random Twitter account who wants to tweet about housewives sometimes. Like, you are taking the joy out of this. If this is not entertainment for you, if this is triggering any trauma you have, if you have PTSD and this show is causing you to behave this way, I highly urge you to go seek professional mental health treatment. This is not okay. And this one crossed the line. And like I said, as a canna mom, as somebody in the cannabis community, as a woman, as a mother, I feel that... This crosses the line and I have to stand up for my community. So, I hope that from this we learn some things. But one thing I hope is if you experience a cyber attack on your livelihood, your children's safety, your own safety, you have defamation or anything like that, I recommend you screenshot everything, even if things get like because things get deleted, but screenshots live forever. <laughs> and I would recommend um, seeking counsel and look to see what your rights are, if there's any laws that are broken. Um, I think that's a good starting point, but please, I, I know a lot of people were like, can you just block him? Just, can you just block him? And I, yeah, normally like if they were just attacking like my podcast or something, I would be like, whatever, fine, I'll block them. But this is bigger and really important. I don't know how else to be more clear um, about my message. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm scared for the next generation of children who are online, who don't know that you can't do things like this because there are repercussions for your actions. Your, there's consequences. Oh, there's like something on my, I can't look at myself. There's something on my lip. Okay. So yeah. Um. I don't know, this this was not how I was hoping to spend this episode. Actually, what I wanted to do was show you all how to use chat GPT to save money and to make more money, but that'll have to wait till next week because clearly there are more important things that needed to be addressed. And actually, I don't know, I might take next week off because I feel burnt out a little bit i feel emotionally spent my nervous system is completely shot um i this is on a different level this is not okay and um yeah people have to be held responsible i don't even want to promote any of my stuff today if you're interested in cannabis mom boss you know where to find me cannabis the cannabis mom boss on instagram i'm on youtube jenny blaze just want to thank you all for wow the chat was really active today oh my goodness is this spam (laughs) is this chat gpt talking in the comments who is bob saget (laughs) Oh, wait, I think Bob Saga is a normal person. Wait, is cannabis hemp is awesome. Is that a, um, is that a AI or is that a person? We have robots in here, people. Let me see. Oops, sorry. I'm trying to hide that. I want to look in the comments. Um, if this troll thinks you're at fault for your daughter taking a freaking apple, they can fuck all the way off. Yes. Now I know what your poll was for on your story. No one ever spoke about CHS until legalization started happening. It's a bullshit diagnosis. Yeah, that is one. Um, that is one of the viewpoints of CHS. A lot of people think like it's completely bullshit. I don't know if it's completely bullshit. I don't think, as someone who believes in science, I just don't think there's enough information and data to for them to say i specifically have chs and like i said i'm not against having chs if i have chs i have chs like i'll deal with it but like i said i just just by asking me if i smoke weed regularly saying oh that's what it is that is ridiculous absurd what else the docs tried to diagnose me with this until they found that I was eaten up by ulcers (gasps) oh wow see people are wow TSS would be at your door if it was a problem tell this troll to go to bed if you did smoke on camera every day what difference would it make I'm addicted to showering, says Chris. <laughs> Chris J. Casello. Oh, my God, I eat every day. I'm addicted to food. I'm pissed for you and all of us who are consum- consumers. Don't feed the pigs. Pay them no mind. Someone needs to be educated. We ride a ton. What the fuck is wrong with this person? Um. Just remember what someone says about you says more about them than you. Ugh, oh, agreed. I mean, it's clear, it's actually that's because of that, that the projection and the just knowing that hurt people hurt people, that's where my compassion always comes in. And I'm like, this person is obviously damaged, and I'm not trying to hurt people. But also, I need to hold people accountable, and I need to protect myself and my family. And if you cross that line, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to protect myself. Um, You're trying to educate her is how I took the interview. Yeah, with Margaret, I was trying to educate her, and I accomplished that. So, yeah. Oops, 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 oops. (laughs) I'm just looking through because I don't feel like going yet. Oh, good. No robots in here. I want to encourage you to take a break from tomorrow, too. Actually, so tomorrow is my Bravo and Blaze birthday episode, and I have a special guest. So it's going to be a little bit different than our normal show because I haven't had a live virtual guest on yet. But um, that's why I think it'll be actually easier and more fun because I get to celebrate with someone and not talk to myself. So that'll be good. Um, Let's see what else. Happy 420. Is it 420? Even if one takes every reefer madness allegation of the prohibitionists at face value, marijuana prohibition has done far more harm to far more people than marijuana ever could. Absolutely. Did you know that more people get killed? by unicorns than people who die from weed. He's saying you shouldn't be inviting someone on who calls people addicts to marijuana. Yeah, so? (laughs) I know that. Why can't I do that though? Why can't I have somebody who has an opposing opinion on my show so that I can educate them? Do I think I'm gonna change your mind? Probably not. If you think that, then you have an issue with your own self. Like, this is, oh my God, the projection. Um, not in, even in a brain scan. Not to let you it Let's see. Comorbid. What is going on here? Wow, cannabis hemp is awesome. We got a chat. There's a lot of, a lot of comments in here going on Uh, yeah the mom shaming like from a man that's just gross gross any kind of female shaming from a man is gross like grow the fuck up okay I'm gonna head out this is too much (laughs) I (sighs) I didn't even eat lunch yet okay well Again, thank you for joining me today. Please make sure you're subscribed. And if you took anything away from the show today, please do me a favor and please share the link with someone you think it would resonate with who could maybe take something away themselves. Like I said, I just, if I can educate just to one person, then I feel like I've won and I have accomplished my goals. So thank you, everyone. Stay lit fam.